Welcome to the Lemonade Stand, where we learn to turn pain into purpose and make the most of the life we have. I'm Rebecca Jeffries. I'm a mama, an author, a speaker, a businesswoman, and a believer in Jesus. Welcome to the first episode of this podcast. I'm so excited and I so appreciate you taking the time to listen. So why the Lemonade Stand? How did this all come about? Have you ever had a friend who just gets it? One of those friends, or maybe it's a family member who's just been through it all with you and knows, uh, knows the ups and downs and ins and outs of what you've been through. Sometimes you can just say something and, and they just understand. Well, one day I was having a conversation with just one of those friends and telling her about something troubling that I was going through. And she said, boy, you sure have had to make a lot of lemonade. And I just laughed and said, girl, I'm about to open a lemonade stand. We laughed and we went on. But the thought wouldn't leave me alone. It made so much sense to me to think about when life hands us lemons, and if we're supposed to make lemonade, then a lemonade stand should be the place where life's lemons actually turn into something that benefits us and benefits other people. And if there's anything that I've wanted in life, when it comes to suffering and trouble and hardship and tragedy, it's that I want my pain to have a purpose. Many times in going through difficult times or darkness, I've thought, I want this to mean something. I want this to have a purpose in life. If I must go through this suffering, I want it to have a purpose. So the name Lemonade Stand came about. I just couldn't get away from that idea that God really has told us that he can bring purpose out of our suffering and he can bring good things out of the bad things that happen to us. And I believe that with all my heart. And so the Lemonade Stand was born and here we are. Over the times in my life that I have grieved and been in pain and struggled, I've learned a few things about hardship. And I want to share with you some really foundational truths, basic truths that I believe about suffering, both from a standpoint of what the Bible says, but also what has been true in my experience with suffering and with God. When I put these truths to the test, so to speak, um, they really came through for me. And so these are, these are, really big foundational truths for me when it comes to suffering. And I want to share them with you because uh, I think it, it it helps to lay that foundation of what are the basics that we believe about pain and what we should do with the pain that comes to our lives that's inevitable. First, I believe that heartache can bring you closer to God. In Psalm 34, verse 18, the Bible says, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Probably the times in my life when I've felt closest to God is when my heart has been broken. There's just a tender nearness that you can feel if you open your heart to God in a time of pain. He really does come near to us in a way that we can feel and sense sometimes when there's really nothing else to do, nowhere else to go. You know, when one of my dear friends was passing away, 
And he began to kind of leave us. He began to pull away from us. And there, there came to me a realization that he was going to a place that only God could go with him. I had walked as far as I could walk on his journey of illness and suffering together. And that last way he had to go alone. There was no one who could go with him except for God. God could go with him. You know, there's been moments in my life when I've been in a dark pit, laying on the floor, crying out to God and realizing that he was there and is there. And I believe God's always with us. But sometimes there's just a nearness and closeness to your heart that you can feel when you're suffering. Heartache can bring you closer to God because, you know, the Bible says Jesus was a man of sorrows and he was acquainted with grief. Wow, does that make me feel like I've got a friend in Jesus when I think about him being acquainted with grief over the past probably decade of my life, I've become more acquainted with grief than I ever thought I would be. And I know that many of you have too. And when I think about having to get to know grief and learn what that's all about, to know that Jesus knew it well, that he went through it too. There's something about that that makes you feel a kinship or a closeness with Jesus. The second thing is that your pain gives you a unique ability to help other people. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 and 4 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. You know, sometimes you can just get a special kind of kinship, a special kind of common feeling when somebody's been there. You know, I live in the city of New Orleans and I'm a transplant. I'm a Florida girl. And I came to New Orleans to study and thought, well, I'll be here a few years and then I'll move on to the next thing. And then Hurricane Katrina came. And all of a sudden, I had been through something with my fellow New Orleanians and we just understood one another. We could stand in the grocery line and say things and everybody knew what we were talking about. No one had to ask which storm. No one had to ask why you were looking for a particular thing. No one had to ask what had happened. We all knew because we were all going through it. That kinship really won my heart, bonded my heart to the city of New Orleans and to my friends that lived here and to uh, the people that I didn't yet know that shared that that tragedy that we survived in Hurricane Katrina. And once you've been through something, you can give a comfort to another person when they go through something similar in a way that maybe someone who hasn't experienced that pain can do. And the scripture specifically tells us that our that our God comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. So when God comforts me, when he's held me in a time of death, when God spoke to me as I lay in despair on the floor of my bathroom, when I realized I was going to go through a divorce, that moment of darkness, that moment of despair 
has helped me go on and put my arms around other women who might have felt betrayed by a spouse or who might be going through a divorce and and help me give a comfort in a special way. God gave me a comfort and now I can give that comfort out. Your pain gives you a unique ability to help other people, to understand like few others can what kind of pain and depth of pain that someone else might be going through and what might actually help them. Also, your pain makes you a better person. Hard times just equip you for a good life. James chapter one, verses two and three says, consider it pure joy, my brother and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds. I don't know about you, but I think this year has been trials of many kinds. It says, because you know the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The fact is, if things were always good, we'd have no, we'd have nothing to withstand. How do we build strength if not through struggle? How do we build character if not through overcoming difficulty? How do we, how do we build patience with another person and compassion for another person unless we felt just a little bit of sadness ourselves? Hardship makes you a better person. All these things, uh, these three things are probably my most foundational truths when it comes to dealing with pain and with grief. I believe them with all my heart because they've proven true for me and the grief that I've endured in my life. This podcast will launch on the anniversary of the death of my sweet nephew, Noah Jeffries. Noah was my brother's only child and my parents' first grandson. He was our little star. He was the apple of our eyes. And uh, his aunts loved him very much. And my sister and brother and I kind of have raised our kids together and and just um, parented them together. Noah's life was ended in a tragic accident. And our family spent a week of hell watching as life support machines kept him alive until his organs could be donated and we could have a funeral to celebrate his life. Noah's death came in the middle of some really tough years in our family. We lost our dad. Our dad died after some sickness and struggle with illness. Our sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. And then our beautiful Noah was snatched away from us. I'm telling you that I'm telling you this so that you don't think I've been speaking in platitudes. I'm speaking as a person who bears scars person who knows grief, a person who's seen dark days. These truths are not just nice ideas. They've been the reason that I'm surviving to tell my story. They've been the reason that I've survived to try to turn things around and turn my own pain into purpose. So am I glad for all the loss and pain? No way. If I could change it, I'd bring Noah back. I'd bring our dad back. We'd celebrate again. I'd take away my sister's scars. I'd take away my children's pain. I'd undo so many mistakes. Would I want to do any of that again? No. However, in my grief, in the straight up lemon I had to drink, it was made drinkable by these truths. I got closer to God. I became a better person. And I learned how to comfort other people who are suffering. 
Pain is part of life. We can't stop it, but we don't have to let it destroy us. And I want to encourage you today that your pain is not without a purpose. You can survive this, whatever you're going through. You can survive it. You can thrive and you can overcome. So I hope you'll join me on this journey. I hope you'll return time and again and share time with me at the Lemonade Stand. I'll see you next time.